This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition, only on BFM 89.9. Caroline and Uma with you. It is Talkback Thursday on the evening edition. Talk to us on 0377109000. You can WhatsApp us on 018789 You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, yesterday on our Top 5 at 5, we spoke about how 6 out of 10 bankruptcy cases are young Malaysians between the ages of 25 and 44. Now, according to the Insolvency Department, there are many possible reasons for this, but one of the main factors in include this desire to start one's own life by getting married and many do so with a big bang yep so uh, we quoted some numbers from 2013 showing that weddings can cost well, quite a bomb in fact the price tag for an average wedding uh, and this is across ethnic lines mind you uh, it comes in at about 50,000 ringgit and according to Letitia Su uh, the president of the Association of Wedding Professionals this whole bridezilla phenomenon is getting more and more common common, and as a result uh, of the increasing cost of well everything it's also getting more and more expensive now this is what she shared I have had couples who spend a million bucks on their wedding. But on the average, couples spend about 100, 150,000. That depends on the number of people, the venue that you choose. So it depends on a lot of factors. 50% of the budget goes into food and beverage. Then it comes to decoration and uh, photographers, videographers. Unfortunately, they don't spend a lot of money on honeymoons. Although to me, I think the honeymoon is the most important part. People mainly spend on the dinner itself. Also, things cost more. Last time when you can get a table for 500 ringgit to 600 ringgit. Now, uh, even a Chinese restaurant costs about 800 ringgit and above. So unfortunately, yes, people have to spend a bit more. That was Letitia Su, the president of Association of Wedding Professionals. You can find the video on our Facebook page and on YouTube. You just have to search for the cost of weddings in Malaysia, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it isn't just the cost of weddings alone. Across our multicultural society, we have t- a, a ton of traditions yeah. that revolve around money. Uh, things like dowries, hantaran, maskawins, massive angpaus for all the family member of all family members, and, and that final price tag is often just staggering. Yeah, and I guess. You know, you might think that these traditions may even be irrelevant, right, to some in our postmodern society. I mean, but there are many young Malaysians who still like to adhere to them. I mean, according to Letitia, uh, six out of ten uh, couples follow these traditions out of respect for their elders. You've got to show respect, right? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one, especially with elders that have a strong sense of familial obligations and societal expectations. You know, mm. when your son or daughter gets married, you're expected to host a fancy wedding. You must. You know, it isn't even a question and if you don't you're branded as stingy or it lowers your standing in society yeah so I don't know and at this point lavish wedding cannot simple wedding also cannot uh, how like that well you know societal expectations aside many of us have our own dreams about how we want our wedding day to go right yeah. I mean you know Instagram worthy wedding in Bali on a cliff overlooking the sea yeah I was just told by um, you know one of our presenters Daryl he, he, he says to me yeah I think I'll do something simple maybe just go off to Bali or something like that simple Simple. Simple. Yeah. Well, it's simpler than a lemon-infused fairytale wedding in Santorini. Uh, Yeah, simpler than that. Simpler than that, but still not simple. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, you know, beyond that, there's there's more stuff, right? You need professional photographers, videographers, you know, you've got to capture those perfect moments, you've got to do those studio photos where everyone's dressed up like a Jedi. Uh, You know, and and, and I know know some of these dreams uh, and, you know, uh, cost a lot of money. I I particularly know someone whose dress actually costs more than my car. (laughs) It's amazing, but... 
ultimately, I guess, is it worth breaking the bank, right, for, for these dream weddings? Do you think it's a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing? You know, you should throw all your resources behind it or, you know, are these picture-perfect moments worth the debt incurred? Of course, having said that, you know, there's nothing wrong with fancy weddings if you can afford it, but clearly many can't, but they break the bank anyway, right? Yeah, so uh, what would we uh, so what would we do and what we'd like to know on Talk Back today is what your view is on fancy weddings. Are they necessary, right? Um, how important is it that you really include your dad's twice removed second cousin's babysitter's neighbour? It's really important. You must invite the whole kampong. La. But the question we're asking you today is would you borrow money to bankroll your wedding? Our lines are now open. You can call us at 03 you can WhatsApp us on 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Caroline, we also have a Twitter poll Yeah, running. we do. Asking whether or not you... Well, the same thing. Would you break the bank to finance a fancy wedding so far? 75% of 40 votes have said no, it is uh, a waste of money. Also tell us uh, how much you paid for your wedding. Did you feel as though you were having the wedding for yourself or for your parents? Because, you know, that that's one of the things, right? People say that you, you have weddings for others, not for yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... A, that's a common line that a lot of people use. I mean, uh, for a lot of, I guess for a lot of families, uh, the wedding is a time for parents to show off as well. Mm. Oh, look, my son and daughter has done well. Let me show off how, uh, you know, look at their beautiful bride, beautiful groom. Yeah, look at this fancy hall and the caviar. So I can treat you to champagne and fine dessert and yeah. all of that stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how useful, I, I mean, I don't know how useful that actually is, but I guess if you are, if, if you take pride in your standing in society and that face thing is very important, then you know, maybe it's the way to go. Mm. Well, we've got Ashley on the line. Ashley, thank you so much for calling us. Uh, so, Ashley, are, are you are you married or are you are you about to get married? Already married. Okay. Uh, one kid already, three years old, another one coming. Right. How much did you spend on your wedding, Ashley? Um, I didn't um, spend too much. Uh, we only did this. Chinese wedding dinner mm-hmm. at my husband's hometown, yeah. and that's it. Uh, I wanted to have a wedding dinner in KL because we're both based here, but after putting a spreadsheet together, um, I decided that we cannot afford it, mm-hmm. um, so I told my husband, uh, let's just uh, go back, have a wedding dinner, and yeah. And were your parents all right with it? A lot of t- a lot of the time, from what I understand, um, it's important to the the parents that you have that fancy wedding. Uh, no, I had that fancy Chinese wedding dinner, so yeah. that's more than enough. Mm. Um, and if we wanted something else in KL for our friends and colleagues, um, that would come out from our pocket. Yeah. And uh, after a few years now, we're still in debt. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, no, mainly because of house, um, commitment, and um, insurance, and having children, and right. all that. So, I-, I can't imagine having to deal with uh, our wedding loan. For sure. Yeah, so um, I'm glad uh, we're just being practical at that time with uh not having uh, something extra on top of uh, 
the traditional thing that we already had. Cool. I mean, right, thank, thank you very much, Ashley. Uh, uh, thank you for sharing that story. That's the reality, right? You know, so she mentioned things like insurance, you have a child to pay for, um, all these things uh, that are going to be there irrespective of the kind of wedding you can or cannot afford. Well, yes. And, and I don't think everyone um, has the wisdom to be that practical, though. I think... Yeah, not everyone know, does the spreadsheet, Ashley. You yes, do well. before the wedding, yeah. uh, you know, sitting down with your partner. Because also, there's that added thing about having this very difficult question uh, conversation... About money. About money. Mm. with your partner I know you're going to get married and spend the rest of your life together but what if that other person what if they've always wanted a dream wedding how do you break that to them and come to a compromise right that's a difficult conversation to have yeah to them and what if their parents always wanted that the, the, the dream wedding for their daughter or son that too that yeah. too zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call you can whatsapp us on zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. would you borrow money to finance your wedding uh, Sharon please hold the line we will be back after these messages on BFM 89.9 time for the four T's Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. is the number to call. You can WhatsApp us on 018-789-8899. Caroline and Uma with you on Talk Back Thursday. We're asking you today whether you'd borrow money to finance your dream wedding. We've got Sharin on the line. Sharin, thank you so much for calling. Uh, would you borrow money, Sharin? No, man. Hell no, man. <laughs> So uh, tell How us what. Uh, very good, thank you. So tell us what you did uh, if you're married, and of course, uh, what, what's your advice? I want to tell you my true story, and you wouldn't believe it. Tell us. I went to Kelantan. I want to get married. I only have Rapamlo ringgit in hand. Wow. And the dowry is about eight thousand ringgit. What did you do? <laughs> well, my Faint. wife told my wife. To my my uh, my mother-in-law, look, we have a uh, youngest sister that going to get married. She wanted to fly to Egypt. If you don't let her, there's then she have a boyfriend who wanted her so much. Then what happened is my mother-in-law doesn't let the girl get married. So my wife told me my my, my wife told my mother-in-law, kalau mata kasih dia kawin. So we have a double wedding. Okay. Yeah. And then my brother-in-law, uh, he built a new house. Then another sister-in-law built a new house. They decided to what Majlis Kesyukuran. So we have two Majlis Kesyukuran, one wedding. And masa saya di Ijab Kabu, I was uh, solemnized by the Mufti of Kelantan. And I rack about three thousand ringgit in hand when I go back to Malacca. Oh. So, so. Oh, so you actually left to the profit. He made money from the wedding. I I made money with gifts, so on and so forth. I buy my clothes at uh, Maiden. I go to Maiden, go buy the cheapest uh, baju melayu, forty ringgit, thirty ringgit. Oh, and I rack about five thousand, six thousand. Oh, that is very enterprising, Sharon. <laughs> I think I don't think anyone else has a similar story. You actually made a profit. <laughs> the thing is that uh, the photographer who took my picture is a new photographer. Mm. So she she actually gives a 70% discount. And the, the, the wedding guy, the, the, the one who, who proposed to prepare the cake also is a new in business. So they're willing to sponsor us the cake. So eventually we, we, we profit a lot, you know, because oh. we combine the weddings with a magical shukran. 
make it make it affordable and I was solemnized by hijab kabul oleh mufti Kelantan it's a big honor you know Oh, wow! Congratulations. So, I mean, congratulations, Shari. That's a great story. I think I think there's got to be something to be said of 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 combining weddings. Yes, yeah, but right? then you also have the situation where you have like a hundred brides, and we've seen those in the. Oh no, no! I mean, Shari's couples. case was very smart. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like many, many, many couples. It was yeah. just, uh, you know, it was a few people combining all of these things, and then of course you, f- you forget about the wedding gifts. You can actually make quite a clean profit on the wedding gifts. Mm. Uh, don't you know? Let me tell you. Caroline, no, I'm not scoffing. Between I, I, no, no, not that. Between my mum and Ezra's mum, I think they want to save money with us having a joint wedding, not mm. to each other, obviously. I don't know about that. I, w- I wouldn't have an issue. Uh, we've surprised. got we've got Davin on the line. Uh, Davin, you say that it's not worth taking a loan. Tell us more. Yeah, so I'm kind of planning my own wedding right now. So this is a very, very apt question, <laughs> uh, and I think you mentioned this difficult question that you have to have with your partner. Before you plan the wedding, right? Have you had that uh, conversation, David? Oh yes, I did, and it was a very, very, very difficult question. What? I mean, I, I mean, you know, we were dating for eight years, and you know, you right. know, had difficult questions that difficult, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm an accountant, so it's very difficult for me to <laughs> see things beyond a budget. You know, and I see the budget, and like, wow. And then the figures that Leticia point uh, mentioned is spot on uh, on on the average, you know, yeah, hotel slash restaurant yeah. wedding, yeah. So, um, so David, can, can, my, can I ask what you've decided? Yeah. Um, so what I decided was that no, we're not going to take a loan. Mm-hmm. We just, I mean, simply because you know you're going to start your life. You're supposed to be on a growth track, growth plan. You know, with rising housing costs, rising costs on everything else. So um, I had to actually, like an accountant, proof proof everything by way of numbers to my fiance. And uh, and is she all right uh, with it? I mean. We have to meet meet each other halfway. I think. Um, I mean, if you can't agree, even agree on this, then you shouldn't be married in the first place. So, so no fancy um, wedding. How did you meet halfway? I am curious. I mean, it's not a su- not a super fancy wedding, but fancy enough to keep keep us happy and you know and not break the bank, Not break the bank. Um, <laughs> I think. I mean, I mean that's a relative term. I think. I think it might be breaking the bank for some people. It might not be for some, but uh, but then again, you know, being an accountant, I'm thinking, oh, what's my return on investment on this? You know, <laughs> oh, what's I your like return it. on investment? Yeah, let me tell you, you, you waited you, you have bliss a wife, you... until the until your dying days. That's what the return. Investment Someone to is have like. to hold all the rest of it. Well, congratulations, uh, uh, David. I hope it all goes well. David, one last thing before I let you go: Are you of the mindset then that you will spend the money you saved on a nice honeymoon? Hell yes. Oh, there we go. That's what we like to hear. Thank you very much, David. Thank you for your call. Um, so maybe that's maybe that's one way to convince the spouse. Right? Say, ah, you know, all this wedding is great. You know, feeding other people. But what if we take some of that money and go to Cancun? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe the kids don't like Cancun these days. Whatever the young kids are into. <laughs> uh, we've got Isaac on the line. Uh, Isaac, you say that. Oh, we've lost Isaac. Uh, do call us back, Isaac. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, that number again is zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. You can WhatsApp us on zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today whether you would borrow money to finance your wedding. We've got Sam on the line. Samuel, uh, you saved money for a year and a half. That's right. What was that like? Um, it was tough, but it was good because uh, after we saved money, we what I did was uh, for the extra cost that, that we incurred, mm-hmm. I charged it to my parents, and she charged it to her parents as well. You charged okay. it to your parents. You charged. You ch- okay. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, let me explain. Uh, 
we charged them because uh, they wanted to invite their friends and you know certain family members that we weren't really close to, and they're more than happy to be agreed to it. Wow. So, Samuel, are you an accountant as well? He's a financial planner, actually. He's a financial planner. There, oh, you, there go. you go. That's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's great advice. Nice. All right, so, with the money we saved, with the money from our parents, and um, and it wasn't very much from our parents because they didn't really have that many tables. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually made a profit at the end of the wedding, about uh, 10% of the total cost. Oh, because of the gifts and all of that? Uh, yeah, because of all the uh, wedding and gifts, the cash gifts and all that. What is it with all of you oh. guys who are making money from your weddings? It's, it's incredible. I'm so impressed. It's oh. possible, but it takes a lot of planning, about a year and a half of planning to, to get it done. And of course, uh, you need to have a very understanding wife. Which I'm sure, which I'm sure you must have. Well done. Well also, done. Samuel, I have to say, I mean, you know, uh, understanding wife is one thing, Caroline. But I think when you when you when you make the point that you can actually make a profit at the end of the day, I also would be understanding, lah. <laughs> so you know, we're asking you today: Would you borrow money to finance your wedding? Now, after a few calls, I'm also curious as to your strategies on making a profit out of your wedding. I figure if you're going to financial plan and do your whole accountant thing and budget this wedding, mm-hmm. you might as well, you know, have a profit in focus. La. I mean, you want a good return on investment, right? You know, some would say finding the love of your life love, and your soulmate is, is a fantastic return on, on investment. But, you know, some people think of the numbers and it's a realistic... Bahamba, yeah. Caroline. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've got Ling on the line. Uh, Ling, you say work within your means and do not borrow money. Yeah, I but I married. Uh, when we plan for our wedding, we yeah we plan within our means mm-hmm. and we try to cut on areas that is not important to us. Mm-hmm. Well, what we, what was what was what wasn't important? Like uh, we didn't have a studio photo shooting session right. that would cost a few thousand. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we cut that off, but we, we spend that amount on having a professional photographer on the XD itself, which mm-hmm. managed to capture a lot of uh, memorable moments for us. Yeah. Which is, uh, I think it's, it worked out to be much better in the end. Mm-hmm. And also, um, we try to cut down the number of wedding banquets that we can have. Uh, so I've got a I've got a question for you, Ling. I mean, in cutting down the number at the wedding banquet, I mean, uh, did, were you afraid that you'll offend family and friends? Yeah, we basically my parents wanted to have one in my hometown, and my husband parents want to have one in their hometown, and we have a lot of friends in um, in KL. So well, so you'd have to have three. Combine, supposed to have, but uh, we we combine it all into one, and we. We, we restrict the number of uh, tables, mm-hmm. so so yeah, so that it, it will not burst our budget actually at the end of the day. I, I didn't make a profit from my wedding, but uh, I managed to control the expenses to probably about a few thousand of an outflow for us. That's, that's, that's very good. And you managed you to much. stay out of the poor house, clearly. I, I mean, nice. Good job on, on, on budgeting well. Uh, uh, next on the line, we have Paul J. Uh, to add some spice to the conversations. Good to have you back. Paul, how Paul? many years has it been since you were married? I got yeah, twenty-seven years. Twenty-seven. Wow. So, so Paul, do you weddings? even remember what it was like back then? And were weddings as expensive then? <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I give you the secret. 
But listen, you're making a case for eloping here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, and by the way, do you know that the average divorce yeah. costs from anywhere between 5,000 to 50,000, maybe more after counselling and all that? Ah, uh, always the breath of fresh air, light, <laughs> a ray of sunshine. So, sun so even a divorce can in, put you horribly in debt? I think a, yes, a divorce yes, normally puts yes. you horribly in debt. No, I, I have one client who borrowed money for his divorce. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Now, in 1990, when I got married, mm-hmm. Sarah and I spent 3,000 ringgit, 1,005 from either side of the family, and okay. we had a great wedding, wonderful, small, and that's it. Woolala. But what about, what about the, the common practice of, you know, feeding the family and friends and all of that? They were fed. No, not all the friends, la. I have very few friends, you know. <laughs> I got more patience than friends. <laughs> so, so, Paul, tell me no, this. I mean, you but have... It was very close. It was, very, it was a very close affair. It was mutually decided. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided to have it right after the, the, the church ceremony. We had it in the courtyard. Had high tea for everyone. And see you guys. You know, thank you for blessing us. Thank you for being witnesses. And voila, nice. We're off. Um, so tell me this, Paul. You have children. And yeah. I am curious as to... Um, you know, what, what, how they feel about weddings. I mean, are they for the big weddings? Are you leaving that to them and saying, you know, you pay yourself life, you want a big wedding? Oh, definitely. They're going to have to see themselves through on that one if they get married. Mm. But we've attended several weddings and some really bourgeois ones up to a thousand tables and things like that. Mm. Some of them have three different ceremonies and my girls are not very very pleased with the the, the, the whole bourgeois and the, and the grandiose of it. Really? So it... Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't feel it's absolutely necessary, but I can understand the familial need for, for sharing and advertising and announcing that we are able to do this, we have good quality, yeah. we have got good purses, and all that. that is very important culturally. Yeah, and I, I do think that it's going to be difficult to argue that it's absolutely necessary uh, yeah. for anyone to have that kind of wedding, but it is, uh, I mean, it's hard to deny that it would be nice, right? It'll, yeah, and I, they've got different parties, you know? Um, so many people have different parties, and they, they, after the registration, which is actually a national thing, the wedding party and all is very ceremonial. But after the registration legally, you they are go done. for parties elsewhere. They kind of go to Penang with some friends. They go elsewhere with some friends. Mm-hmm. And that kind of party extends and can carry on for, for, forever. So, Paul, a very quick question before we let you go. Um, you ah. do a lot of um, counseling. I'm... I'm Pre-wedding counselling, does that happen yes. a lot with you and yes. finances and a all lot, of that? Yes, a lot more couples are coming for pre-marital counselling, mm-hmm. which is very, very good, mm-hmm. um, primarily with, with interpersonal issues. But they also bring up the issue of finances, which is a very important thing, discussing not just wedding expenses, but future finances and planning. And we bring in an expert to help with that level. Mm-hmm. So getting a third party involved is really, really good because you can get carried away with private and extended family emotions and you know it can get pretty touchy yeah well, well Paul yeah, thank you yeah. so much as always for calling in it's a pleasure to have you maybe we need to do another talk back where Paul gives advice to young couples who are about to get married yeah, I think that would be quite interesting uh, we've got more talk back coming your way we're asking you today whether you would borrow money to finance your wedding call us on 03 this is talk back Thursday on the evening edition BFM 89.9 hey you, yes, you, you, you in the car. Yes, 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 you, I'm talking to you. It's time for Talkback. So, hands-free car kits at the ready? Yes? Good. Let's talk back on BFM 89.9.
Let's talk back Thursday on the evening edition. Caroline and Uma with you. 037710 is the number to call. 018-789-8899 is the number to WhatsApp. And you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today whether you would borrow money to finance your wedding. Yep. So uh, uh, Edmund saying, no, settled my wedding with savings and compromised with parents, in-laws and wife. Better to start uh, marriage life with no debt. Some vendors didn't like it, but we went ahead with it anyway. Anyway, we're still happily married. This one that says completely unnecessary. Why invite people who hardly know you and seek their validation? Sure, it may be the norm and tradition, but sometimes the masses just means all the fools are on one side. It's your big day. Do what makes you happy. Pretty sure being in debt isn't on that list. Travel instead. And then Yahya coming in early with this golden nugget on paying for fancy weddings, saying save on the wedding. Instead, invest in marriage. Boom. (laughs) So cheesy, Yahya, but we like it. We like it a lot. Uh, We've got Chang on the line. Chang, uh, this was 15 years ago, but you say you made money on your wedding. Tell us more. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I can't believe how many people make money from their weddings. How did you do this, Chang? Well, well, it's pretty much about uh, a little bit of forecast and uh, a little bit about how well you know who are you be fighting or rather... Uh, <laughs> the, the, the kind of thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, in the tradition, I, I had my Chinese uh, wedding dinner. Uh, now, in the traditional Chinese wedding dinner, one table would serve about 10 guests. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So, normally, the guests will... If they attend the wedding alone by themselves individually, they will probably will put a hundred ringgit into an ang bao, okay, uh-huh. to to to, the, to to congratulate the uh, the newlywed. Right. If they come by two person, normally they will make hundred fifty to two hundred ringgit. If they come by a family, we basically will take more than half a table. They probably put six hundred, seven hundred, or maybe a thousand dollars on it. So from there. You probably you have a good idea. Uh, you probably make a loss or make a make a profit out from your Chinese wedding dinner. Mm. Okay, yeah. so, and also the portfolio of the people, uh, the, the friends. Okay, if you happen to be your very good friend, okay, maybe your your supervisor or your boss. Normally, they 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 will show you a big thick angbao. Mm. Okay, so so uh, I did make profit out of it. But uh, your question about this topic, should we borrow money or not? Yeah. Uh, my answer is no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, certainly, I, I mean, you, if you can make money. Yeah. Well, in fact, in, in terms of uh, wedding, it's just not about the dinner, the gift. And you probably need to give a, a sort of a, 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 a one to the, to, 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 to the wife family. Right, okay. of course. It all depends how much the, the oh. family asking for. Okay, mm. I pay mine eight thousand there, mm. then then. Some of the families will ask for ridiculous number, but maybe thirty thousand or so. So it all depends whether your your in law are they human enough or not. Money <laughs> or they want they are selling the daughter or they are really they always wish a daughter to be good. But normally they they, they just take a, just a sum to be a, a symbol of love, like eight thousand ringgit kind of thing. Wow, wow. I mean, is that I, I so mercenary though? I mean. Life is mercenary, Caroline. I mean, discerning with guests, and none more so than weddings. I think, I think, I love Chang's idea of the portfolio of your guests. I can't believe. I think (laughs) for future weddings, please, uh, please, if you want an invitation, hanta CV dulu. 
salary. Yeah, exactly. Your last drawn salary. Yeah. And then we'll find out if you're worthy of having dinner with us. Right? Oh, dear. Uh, we've got Hasfa on the line. Uh, Hasfa, you said you tried convincing your mom uh, about not willing, uh, not, not having a big wedding. Tell us how that turned out. Um, it's good actually, but you know that old folks, right? You have to keep on reiterating the same things again and again until you can convince them. Uh-huh. So, so basically, last time because uh, I'm from Felda, so you know how close they are with each other. Mm-hmm. So when my neighbor have a big wedding, my mom would say, "Ah, see, they got uh, a big wedding, a very nice pyramid and all." And I told my mom, no, I'm not going to have those things because I will, uh, I will rather spend my money to buy all the household first right. and settle my uh, debt, everything. Right, so practical and, things. Yeah, but for because I'm the youngest in the family, so they are expecting a big wedding, you know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it will be a big no-no for me. So until like few years, um, so they they start to understand I'm not going um I'm not going to have those kind of big wedding. So they said it's okay. We'll have a small wedding if you're going to get married. Then um we will just invite whoever you want to invite, whether um a close family and a very close neighbor. That's all. Hmm. No big wedding, no big pyramid and all. It's a big no no for me. Wow, <laughs> and it's Thank all about you, for your for your call. It's all about convincing the parents in in her uh, in her case. I think it's I think that's going to be uh, the story for a lot of people. Actually, um, there uh, is a lot of pressure, especially when you come from very close knit communities. Actually, when when I when we first started talking about this, I imagined that we were going to get a lot of calls talking about pressure from parents. But I am astounded by the number of people who've made money at the weddings. We just got um, this message from Jas saying, my sister actually made close to $10,000 from her wedding. As crude as this may sound, it's all about the invite strategy from who you invite to the number of packs she funded her honeymoon with the earnings. And you, you I mean, it's a better place to be than in debt. Gotta say... <laughs> so you know, and, and you know, that's just the uh, cash taking. Some people will buy you presents, you know, fancy gifts and all, which you can resell on eBay. Oh. Uh, we've got Liana on the line. Um, Liana, you don't believe in borrowing in general? Yes, uh, I don't believe in borrowing. I do know a lot of people did borrow a hefty amount of money just for a grand wedding, but I managed to buy um, one solemnization event and two reception on both sides. So. With a very minimal budget. I think it's like way below 20,000 mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, when was that? Eight years ago? Yeah. I think nice. I think 20,000 is a very um, uh, a respectable budget, actually. I mean, it's well below the national average. Yeah, but you have to do a lot of work to it because I did most of it myself. I, um, ah, so I, talk to us about yeah. that. I mean, when you say you did most of it yourself, what, what, what does that include? That includes the wedding uh, doggies, which is like a thousand, one thousand five hundred pieces of flowers, you know, to put the eggs in. Wow. Um, <laughs> and also uh, my wedding dress, my organization dress. Mm-hmm. So um, my mom can sew, so she put up one for me, nice laces and all. And um, uh, we did a lot of silver in the kampung. We did rewang, so we cook together and sew. So it cut costs a lot as compared to, you know, catering. So we managed because I was only 23 then. So I did... I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, 
Sorry, Liana, oh. you're breaking up. Uh, but 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 no, we 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 get what you were trying to say. Um, and and I think yeah, that community spirit, right? Cooking together, getting all the door gifts out at the same time, um, uh, getting your mum to you know she can sew to sew the dress. I mean, those are huge cost-cutting measures, <laughs> and it's great that they worked out so well. Yeah, uh, we've got Danny on the line. Uh, Danny, uh, you shouldn't borrow. You say that we shouldn't borrow money and we should spend within our means. Talk to us about that. Uh, hi. Hi. I just recently got married this year, actually. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Actually, uh, for me, my principle is that I don't think we should spend over our means. We should try to control whatever our budget is. There's no point to suffer, you know, on behalf of everyone's comfort. But to do a grand wedding at the end, it doesn't do a lot of good. So what did you do for your wedding? We had a simple wedding in a small church and then just a normal dinner. Uh, for, For my dinner... We actually recovered, uh, we, we got profit as well, quite a lot of profit. I did not count reading about the ceremony. <sighs> but but I think my main, main key point is that you should discuss with your future partner about your budget. Because if, you know, if your partner don't, doesn't really understand your financial capability and still want to get a loan, yeah. and then you will suffer in long term and, you know, when after the, the wedding, you may argue more about, you know, all your debts. Yeah, you're absolutely of, right. Of divorce rate is very high, you know. Yeah, well, well thank you very much for your call. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that conversation with the partner seems to be the most crucial thing, especially if people aren't necessarily honest or open about their financial means, right? Yeah, I mean, the conversation with partner, absolutely. Uh, one of the most crucial things. I mean, not being discerning with guests and, you know, all that sort of thing, I don't know. No, but I think, I think and, 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 and tell us this as well. Call us and tell us this as well. I mean, do you find that being financially honest with your partner, uh, sorry, open and honest with your partner about your financial means is something that you've done naturally or has it been a difficult conversation and when did you have it in the relationship? Was it just before marriage or not? <laughs> We're talking to you today about weddings and whether or not you would borrow money to finance your wedding because it's leading a lot of Malaysians to bankruptcy. Yep, and one more thing. Uh, we seem to have had a lot of people call in um, very reasonable and sensible about, um, you know, how much they, they actually paid for their weddings. We, we haven't oh, had a true. single one who's... Actually, all you unreasonable really people, we know you're out there. <laughs> we know you're listening. They're busy. They're working to pay off the loan. <laughs> clearly, clearly. It, call it, us and tell us if you've had that million-dollar wedding. We want to hear all about it. Mm. Or at least we want to read about it in Malaysian Tatler. We do. Uh, <laughs> call us on 0377109000. You can WhatsApp us on 018789 You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Talkback Thursday will return after these messages on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk. Talk back on BFM 89.9. is the number to talk back. You can WhatsApp on 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Did you break the bank to have a fancy wedding? That's what we're asking you. Would you borrow money to finance your wedding? And also, have you had that um, all-important conversation uh, with your partner about your financial status? And if you did, when? When you first started dating or like... A week before the wedding. Um, I want uh, some advice. I want some advice, clearly. Uh, we've got Victor on the line. Uh, Victor, you say that Chinese weddings are like a social responsibility program. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, good evening. Good Hi, evening. Victor. Yeah. Uh, actually, I mean, this question actually has... Uh, I have no answer to this question since I do not think I, I get to do it all over again. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> But uh, since my wife is just uh, beside me, mm. 
Yes, yes, I would, I would definitely borrow one million to marry her <laughs> again. Oh, bless you! Yeah, uh, actually, on my wedding this twenty uh, one years ago, I did not need to borrow. Neither did I make any profit. As I say, Chinese wedding is a social responsibility program. Actually, is the guest, the invited guest, who pay for the wedding. And the, the 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 dinner and all that. So, uh, do you, I mean, do you, you are very unpopular? If you lose money, that means you are very unpopular. People <laughs> don't come to your wedding, or they purposely these are cut down the angpao because they don't like you. Do you think of it that way when you prepare an angpao and go for a wedding, Victor? I mean, do you feel as though it's, it's a responsibility? To yes, help uh, because yeah. it depends on this. Uh, how close you know the 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 yeah the, the, the bride and the grooms and all this. Sure. So it varies a lot, isn't it? So <laughs> yes, if I like if I like the person, the angpa will be bigger. Yeah. All right. Well, Victor, thank you very much for that call. <laughs> I'm um, glad you're still happily married. That that is not a lie, though. I do the same thing. If I really like someone, the umpire is big. If I don't so much, then I just give the absolute minimum, lah. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's I don't fair. think you're alone. <laughs> However, that respect. Can, can, can I tell you this, Caroline? I'm mm. sure you've noticed this as well. In the past, for your big umpires to me, yes. No, yes, sure. I've noticed. Yes, I'm glad you have. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, it was always at the Chinese weddings where you would give the umpire because that was tradition. You know, like like Victor said, the social responsibility of you to pay for the wedding mm-hmm. it never used to happen in Malay and Indian weddings that's a very new thing that we seem to have adopted from well, the Chinese you, community you say new but I would say maybe 10-15 oh, years oh yeah, yeah yeah but that's yeah. what I mean but growing up it yeah. wasn't a norm when I went for Indian weddings now it's become a norm yeah um, and, and yeah I, I, I definitely like it in the sense at least <laughs> if I'm on the receiving end lah. well certainly because now the trend or based on our calls the norm is to make money to make profit yeah Helen on the line. Uh, Helen, you say spend within capabilities, uh, and have. And you had an intimate wedding reception, am I right? Hello. Yeah. Um. I'll consider uh, my reception wedding at my hometown is a close one, intimate one, because um, I I I have this borderline of who and who I would like to invite, including my father's guests. Mm-hmm. So it was it was quite a very tight. Um, tight list, but uh, I'm happy that uh, the people that celebrated with us are the people that matter to us. Yeah. Well, well, that's very good to know. Uh, and uh, tell us uh, w- one more thing, Helen. I mean, uh, when you did uh, get married, uh, when did you have that conversation with your spouse or fiance about financial means? Um, the the moment after my fiance proposed to me, actually. Oh, well so, done. Yeah. I even thought of like, can we just elope? Because I know the cost of wedding is like, oh. Wow, I mean, the moment he proposed, so the moment he proposed, you whip out that spreadsheet. <laughs> Let's work through this. Yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's absolutely <laughs> amazing. Uh, we've got Din on the line. Um, hey, Din. Uh, <laughs> you say you yes. broke the bank. Tell us your story. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, well, um, I borrowed 40000 okay. for my wedding. Mm-hmm. My wife, I think around five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trick was, I it's basically twenty twenty lah, twenty for each side. But we only had one wedding, so that's how we kind of saved lah. Oh, so at the end, yeah, because a lot of people tend to do the reception on the groom, reception on the bride, mm-hmm. and all of that. Yes, so uh, I understand that you know uh, most people wouldn't do that, but we were just young. We just wanted to get married fast, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
the story was because the younger sister, my sister-in-law, had had planned her wedding way in advance, lah. So the mother kept asking us whether you know, hey, sure, I want the sister is going to Langkah Bendol, you know. So we decided to get married in October. Finally, agreed to the mother's uh, request and got married in November. Oh. <laughs> so oh. that was the whole purpose of you know uh, breaking the bank, lah. All right. Well, Din, thank you very much for sharing that story. So, Din uh, is our first caller who's actually taken out a loan to get married. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we've got Jason on the line. Hey, Jason, you want to share a personal experience? Hey, uh, Uma, how come you, you gave me such a small angpao for my wedding? <laughs> uh, if you were listening, not air our dirty laundry if you were listening Jason. a little earlier, you would know it's because he may not like you very much, Jason. But I'm oh, sorry to hear I- it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I, I was. Uh, 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 I wanted to call because uh, Uma mentioned uh, about how when in the relationship do we have a, a very objective and honest talk about finances. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I would say I think in my relationship it was uh, quite early on, even before we ever thought about marriage or uh, or getting uh, getting married. We we both knew like uh, how poor I was and oh. also uh, how how stingy uh, I was. Oh. So, <laughs> but honestly, it was it was a very honest discussion. We both knew uh, how, how what our finances were, and I think I'm very blessed because my wife yeah. is the kind of woman who, even if she had money, she would scrimp and save, and that was the same thing for our wedding. So I'm very grateful. Oh, bless her, bless you. You are a lucky, lucky man. Uh, so, uh, and, and I think it, uh, it extends after the marriage because I think uh, I, I think it must. Yes. Yeah, because what. Uh, normally, people after the wedding they they go for a honeymoon, right? Yes. But for us, we we didn't. We we whatever money we had, we actually put it uh, uh, put down a down payment for a house, and we only had a honeymoon like four years after that, after we got married. Oh, thank you very much, Jason Leong. That that's very practical. Yeah. And also highlights just how stingy he is when it comes to these things. And how stingy you were. Yeah, yeah. Just just do something nice for your wife, lah, Jason. I think so. Uh, yeah. We've got Fazil on the line. Uh, Fazil, you didn't borrow money when you got married, and that was at twenty-three years old. Fazil, are you there? No, I'm sorry. Fazil, do call us back and we push you to the top of the queue. We're asking you today whether or not you would borrow money to finance your wedding and how important is it to have that fancy dream wedding. Uh, 0377109000 is the number to call. You can WhatsApp us on 018-789-8899. All right, some messages. Nural says some people just have no choice. Especially when you have a big family, very close extended relatives where weddings are like huge family reunions. It's like your turn to host the event after all those years of attending those family reunions at all other relatives' weddings. Uh, Bang Jake says, uh, Topik petang ni menarik mengenai kos perkahwinan dan bagaimana perancangan yang baik boleh mengelakkan poket berlubang. Uh, Inje Khalid says, Sometimes availability of funds at the right time determines the ability to get uh, to get married, need to do a risk assessment. Um, this one, my wedding made money too despite having three dinners small town buffet for for family to treat friends to food proper proper chinese dinner in kl uh, average restaurant um, was a nice atmosphere uh, we did self-deco um, and it's very important to deal with the parents each spouse needs to speak boldly to their respective parents 
Yeah, I think boldly you know, the speaking boldly to the uh, respective parents is an all important thing, especially when it comes to what guests you're going to have, how many dinner parties you want to have, and who you're going to invite. Because a lot of the time, these people you don't know. Yeah, they're coming for your wedding and they're shaking your hand. So you have to boldly go where. Where yeah. many couples have gone, many before. couples have yeah. gone before, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, tell us what you think about uh, weddings. Whether you're borrowing money to finance your weddings, uh, whether it's all important to have that dream, uh, fancy wedding. Um, you know, you can call us on zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. You can WhatsApp us on zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. This is Talkback Thursday on the Evening Edition, BFM eighty nine point nine. Brand friendly marketeers. BFM 89.9. Hey, you. Yes, you. You you in the car. Yes, 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 you. I'm talking to you. It's time for Talkback. So, hands-free car kits at the ready? Yes? Good. Let's Talkback on BFM 89.9. Good evening. Caroline and Uma with you. This is Talkback Thursday on the evening edition. 03-771-09000 is the number to call. You can WhatsApp us on 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Would you borrow a ton of money to finance your wedding? How important is that fancy wedding for you? Have you had an honest and open conversation with your uh, fiancé or your significant other about uh, these sorts of things? Uh, That's what we're asking you today. And we've had a whole bunch of calls all evening. Uh, only one person so far has called to say that, you know, he took out a loan and he, well, essentially broke the bank. But mm-hmm. we know you're out there. We want to hear about your fancy, lavish weddings and your uh, crazy Star Wars-themed photo shoots. Uh, please call us and tell us about all of those stories as well. Well, I have some idea of what, what kind of wedding you want. I would be a Jedi. You would. Ming on the line. Uh, Ming, you just got married. Uh, you had a simple wedding. Tell us more. Um, in my wedding, we don't have a wedding photo shoot. I don't have wedding gown. Uh, we decided to go very simple. We only have uh, two receptions. One is for uh, my husband's side uh, because he's a Malay. And I'm Chinese, so we have a Chinese uh, wedding reception too. Mm. So it's, uh, we only have like uh, 10 tables. Yeah. So uh, actually in total, we around less than 8,000. Wow, nice. That's really well done. And uh, some more, I got around 10,000. Oh, so you too made a 2,000 ringgit profit. <laughs> uh, yes, actually, uh, the, my parents-in-law asked us uh, whether we should have uh, a Two thousand ringgit for yourself, absolutely. Yep, and then uh, to be very frank, I think it is ridiculous to uh, get a bank loan hmm. uh, for wedding because uh, if you get a bank loan, you better do something good for permanently. For example, you renovating your house, you might get a bank loan. Ming, can, can I ask you something? So you had a simple wedding. Did you feel at all? That you missed out on on having you know all the bells and whistles. Um, no, uh, I think wedding is something. Uh, it's just uh, a wow uh, for two of us. I think that we are going to be together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not so important to have the wow from everyone else. 
Yeah, nice. All right. Thank you very much uh, for that, uh, Ming. going to read out some messages that have come in saying, uh, this one, hi there. Getting a loan to finance a wedding is the wrong first step uh, to marriage. Unless there's a well-thought-out repayment plan, don't get a loan. Don't start a high-maintenance marriage. Um, this <laughs> I one like saying, that, high-maintenance marriage. Yeah. This one's saying, lucky I have simple parents and in-laws not needing uh, to have lavish dinners. Um, this one, to save ourselves from all the stress, uh, my fiancé and I decided to elope overseas with permission. So um, we are having our ceremony, photo shoot and honeymoon together during our wedding moon uh, in Europe. Because of this, all the money is coming from our own pockets. But I already already did um, a 1.5 year long projection of our expenses and realized that it was feasible. Uh, we just need to be more mindful of what we spend on. Uh, this one from Suhaib saying, uh, I had borrowed my parents, I, I, I borrowed money from my parents around right. 10K, got back from Angpao um, about 12K, and I gave them 11K. Hadrian says, I'd rather we elope uh, than break the bank. Um, this one saying, I took a loan from my mum. At the end of the day, I didn't have to pay it off. <laughs> so it's, but, it's not a loan, love, friend. It's like a grant. Yeah, this one. <laughs> I mean, and I'll go back to this one that Yahya sen, sent in a little earlier. I really like it. Save on the wedding, invest instead uh, in the marriage. Um, so we've had a whole host of, of different answers, um, you know, coming in. A lot of people saying that they've made money. Some saying that um, it's difficult dealing with the parents. People saving for years before they they you know, they actually took the plunge. Uh, people saying, work within your means. Some saying, no bells and whistles, wedding bells are more than enough. <laughs> so, I mean, is it a safe assumption, Caroline, that the um, average BFM listener who decides to call in um, is uh, someone who is very rational and, and right-minded? Because I haven't heard well, any stories today, about the $1 million wedding. Today, today, well, this is clever. This one uh, just popped in this message saying my mother-in-law wanted the whole Basanding thing which I was totally against so in the end she paid for the whole thing oh okay so that's a nice way of doing it <laughs> La, convincing uh, do you want it well whip out the checkbook folks um, you know I, I think um, this is a question that um, makes uh, so, uh, one of our earliest callers said this so for some people uh, it could break the bank for some people it could not and I think the message was very simple um, just work within your means and what you can afford and what is important to you and something right? to think about this message from Mustafa that says if you can't pay for the car loan the bank will tarik the car if you can't pay for a wedding loan will the bank tarik the wife <laughs> Oy. Oh, well, and, and our poll very quickly which we were running on our Twitter website asking whether or not um, you'd break the bank to finance a fancy wedding 74% uh, out of 137 votes have said no it's a waste of money see mm. sensible rational people yeah. uh, thank you so much for all of your calls your texts and your tweets uh, would you borrow money to finance your wedding keep that conversation going on twitter we are at bfm radio in the meantime here's some alabama shakes with i found you on bfm 89.9 thank you for listening to this podcast to find more great interviews go to bfm.my or find us on itunes BFM 89.9, The Business Station.